1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, you mentioned a creative contract. I've heard this. I don't think it's realistic. I don't think it's going to happen. But one of the other rumors over the last few days would be the Mets pursuing Blake Snell. and. Off the top, I, I've said all offseason, I have no interest in Blake Snell and giving him some kind of mega contract, which is what he's looking for. Reportedly, the Yankees offered him five years, $150 million. The Mets, I wouldn't offer him that. Put it that way, I wouldn't offer him five years, one fifty. million. But a lot of people have asked me in the email on Twitter, but Evan, what if you get him on a Scherzer contract? That seems to be the new thought. And it's similar, Pete, to what you suggested with Jorge Soler. What if you give him a three-year big-money deal, but opt-outs all over the place. So I'll answer this two ways. Number one, yes, I would pursue that. My my anti-Blake Snell opinion is not he can't be productive in 2024 or he can't even be productive in 2025. It's more giving him a long-term deal I think will age terribly bad, like terribly bad. So if you have a way to bring him in and it's on a short-term deal in which there's still motivation for him to go out and have another monster year and get to free agency, I'm for that. I'm not against that. So I'll answer that right off the top. Yeah. If you told me he was signing the exact contract that Max Scherzer signed two years ago, a three-year deal essentially in which you're paying him $45 million a year, which is an absurd amount of money per year, but short-term, I'm good. I would take that risk. I really would. And maybe it's a little different in that he has opt-outs after every single year. So to Pete's point, it's the Solera contract you suggested just with Blake Snell. Yes, I acknowledge. I would be interested in that. That's number one. Number two, you really think Blake Snell's interested in that? Blake Snell is coming off of a Cy Young season. As much as I may shit on him, like, is Blake Snell really, after his second Cy Young award, and only the second year of his career, and she threw 180 innings. And by the way, he's not 27 years old; he's 31. 31 years old. Does he really think, or would he think, let me sign one of those deals? I'll have another big year, and now at 32, I'm going to get that mega contract. Yeah, but he, but hold on. There's a he wants 200 million dollars, and right. so
2: far. I haven't seen a single team bud, bud, uh, like jump on that, and be like, oh, that's a great deal. If you and I are talking this way, I think other teams who are who see what his production is over the past few years, and yes, he won a Cy Young, but they also see the downside. I don't think any team is willing to commit to two hundred dollars, two hundred million dollars for Blake Snell. So there might be that whole thing where the market is not what you thought it was, and it's gonna have to flip, and he's gonna be forced into that type of deal.
1: But you think he would, because what you're doing when you sign a contract like that is you're kicking the can down the road. You're basically saying, you know what? I didn't get the money I wanted. Let me kick it a year, kick it two years, and I feel like then I'll get my payday. I can't see any way, considering he'll be a year older, considering the market for free agent pitching is pretty good next year, when you think of Bieber and Burns and Wheeler and Freed. I don't know how you could rationalize that you'll do better next year. So even if you don't get what you want, like you're suggesting, whatever you can get is probably better than anything you'll get next year. Like, Think about it. You're a year older, and there's a better market of free agent pitching. Why would you do better next year than you would do this year coming off of a Cy Young? It doesn't make sense to me.
2: Now, I, I do get that, but here's the thing. like Blake Snell, you think about how, many, how much money he's made over the past over his career. Over his career, let's see. He's made career earnings of it's a little slow right now, but hold on. His career earnings are 47 million dollars. Right. Or his career earnings. If you offer him a three-year deal for the same thing as Scherzer was what, like hundreds of million dollars, you're making 45 million a year, you've just doubled your salary. And I'm not telling him he's got to do that. I understand the life-changing money, it's all life-changing at this point in time, but. If no one's going to bite, if no one's going to to buy buy into that $200 million, what's one more year? I just doubled what I just made in, in my entire eight seasons. What's one more year?
1: Because the Yankee offer, which may not be out there anymore because of the Stroman signing, but maybe it is a five-years 150, is probably better than what you're laying out. Because even though you're making less per season, you're at least getting that five-year commitment. That's why I... I don't buy any of this. I don't buy that Snell's market would come down enough where the Mets would be able to poach him on a shorter-term contract. Because if that's a Yankee offer, I assume another team would make that offer, and I assume he could get 170 million. He may not get 200 million, but I think he would do pretty well or well enough.
2: Okay, so th- this is—I know it's a different question, but so what's the deal? What's more important for for Snell? Is he is he a? Um, Is he an AAV guy? Is it more about just career earnings? Is he more about the union trying to, you know, one up everybody?
1: Yeah, I think, look, I'm just squarely guessing here because every individual is different. But I think when you're 31 years old and you have had two Cy Young seasons in your career and you've had a lot of injuries and mixed results in the middle of it. So you've got the two Cy Youngs, which is pretty impressive. There aren't a lot of pitchers that have accomplished that. And usually the guys that do, outside of like Tim Lincecum and Johan Santana, end up in the Hall of Fame. Like winning two Cy Youngs is almost a ticket to the Hall of Fame. And the rest of his career is very mixed. You know, it's not terrible, but he's missed starts. He's had years with a four and a half ERA. I think if you're 31 years old and that's your resume, you're trying to get the longest term deal possible. I think that that would be my assumption, that you're trying to get a seven-year contract. Now, what will he ultimately get? Who's the team that ultimately gives it to him? I don't know, but if I had to guess right now, I think he's going to get six years. I think he's going to get about $170 million, and I think that takes the Mets out because the Mets shouldn't be in on that. As far as adding another pitcher's concern, I've said this about the Yankees when talking about the Yankees on the fan. Even though the Yankees have five starters, technically, right now after signing Stroman, and the Mets have five starters, technically, if you assume Mania, Severino, and Hauser are rotation arms, and I do, especially with what they're making. Hauser, I guess, could be more of a swing guy, but Manaya is in the rotation. Severino, clearly in the rotation. There's this thought of, well, they got five, they're done. And I've even said it. I think they're done. And I do think they're done, by the way. I'm not against adding another arm, though. I want to make that clear. Just because I think they're done, and I don't think they're going to add another starting pitcher, doesn't mean I'd be against adding Dylan, Cesar, Jesus, Lazardo. Now, the problem with both of those guys, not problem with them as pitchers, What's the cost gonna be? You know, I, obviously adding guys like Lazardo and Cease who are young, who are good, who I don't even think we've seen the best of yet, who you have team control over. There's it's it's amazing. Like, I don't I wouldn't be against acquiring either guy, but it comes down to what's it gonna take? Like, what's the cost of acquiring either guy? You know, we mentioned on the last Rico the Marlins have always liked Brett Beatty. By the way, you make a deal like that, there's Vientos' playing time. <laughs> He'll He'll be playing a lot of third base, that's for sure. But if I had to guess right now, middle of January, I stand by, I think they're probably done in adding starting pitching.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.